When was the last time that you sat back and thought about who you are? And it may not have been in a really intentional practice ever in your life. Certainly, I don't want this to sound like a philosophy class where there's no right answer. However, I'm going to tell you there's no right answer. Who we are, who we think we are, what we identify as and who we identify as impacts everything that goes on around us. In this episode, I'm going to dig into what identity change for me has looked like, how it's affected my business and my personal relationships, and what I wish I would have known about it earlier in the process. My name's Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Before we jump into this topic, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Success Development Solutions and the Break Your Bullshit Box group coaching program. Listen, I believe that we have two of these little imaginary boxes in our head. The first is a compartmentalization box where we put all of the things that we aren't ready to deal with, all of the things that we don't know how to handle just yet. And the second is a bullshit box where we put all of our excuses as to why we can't have everything that we want in our life. In order to deal with the compartmentalization box, you have to be willing to break the bullshit box. And I promise you that those excuses in your head are creating more and more resistance throughout your life and it's entirely unnecessary. The moment that we break that, get rid of the excuses and allow ourselves to become the person that we are meant to be, the moment that we start to achieve everything that we've wanted and more. So if you are ready to take your life and business to that next level of success, create a harmony between your life and business so that you can finally have the life that you've always wanted and a business that supports that life, then head over to successdevelopmentsolutions.com and book a call with me. We'll also put the link in the show notes of this episode. Let's jump on a call and let's find out what's missing. What is something that you can start working on immediately to break that bullshit box and what resources might be available to help you get there faster. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this topic. Who am I? I feel like this is some crazy philosophical question that not very often do we sit down and really take the time to answer. And we should. Because the way that we see ourselves and the way that we identify is the way that other people see us as well. The way that we see ourselves, the way that we see the world, all of that goes into what we think we're capable of, 
what do we think we can and should accomplish? What do we think is right and wrong? What are our values? So I want you to think back and ask yourself, have I ever really done an exercise where I answer the question of who am I? And I'm not talking about an elevator pitch introduction for you and your business that you might do at a networking event. I'm talking about a true understanding of who you are as a human being. What's important to you? If you didn't have your profession, who would you be? Listen, for the majority of my life, I have identified as this academically successful person. I've identified it as a person who's very career oriented. And like a lot of people who tied their identity and their self-worth to their profession, I ended up with a lack of self-worth in most areas of my life. As a practicing attorney, when everybody around me was telling me how successful I was and I felt empty inside and I couldn't understand why, I realized as I started going through trainings and healing and, and learning more about the way that our brain is formed and the way that our mind works, that I had tied my entire identity to being an attorney. And outside of a courtroom, I didn't know what my self-worth was. When somebody asked me who I thought I was, the first thing that came out of my mind was, I'm an attorney, right? The first thing that I said was, well, I'm an attorney. And then all of the other things that made me valuable as a human being were so far down on my list because my self-worth was so low. I never would have known that though. So I have a couple of challenges for you as we get started in this episode. First of all, think about the words I am. How do you use them? When you introduce yourself as I am, or when you say I am, whatever follows that sentence, is that something that you want to be associated with? Because here's what happens. We are the easiest person to lie to. We lie to ourselves more than we lie to anybody else. So if we are out there saying that we are something that we don't want to be associated with. How do you think that makes us feel about ourselves? And then energetically, when we're not in alignment with what we're saying, when we don't believe the things that we're telling other people, there's this energetic disconnection that causes people to question what we're saying. People might look at it and say, I, I, got, I don't know what was different about Amber. Something was just different. I didn't connect with her. Or they might say, oh my gosh, Amber showed up so genuine. I just, I don't know what it is, but I felt like I could have told her anything. I've been in both of those situations before. And I can tell you that those situations applied when I was either being honest with where I was and who I thought I was and being authentic and I felt like I could be myself. Or if I was in the horrible fake it until you make it situation that I hate so much, right? So when you say the words, I am, what comes after that for you? And do you like what comes after that for you? And if we don't like what comes after that, then how do we change it? So first of all, let's talk about identity and what it is. Identity really is the way that we the place that we think we belong in the world, who we are on a personal level, our social beliefs, our values, how we see the world, what we think is possible, what we think should be possible, 
This is formed by all of our experiences in life. So you hear me talk all the time about how it's so important to get out of your comfort zone and do something new and do something challenging every single day. And the reason for that is because when we jump out of our comfort zone and when we do something that we've never done before, when we travel to a place we've never been before, when we have a conversation that we've never had before, our perception of what's possible changes. And with that comes our identity, right? If you're the type of person who has always convinced yourself that you suck at sales, right? You've always convinced yourself that you're not the type of person that can go door to door and just ask people to buy things. And the new door to door is social media and messaging or picking up the phone and, and calling this cold call idea in sales. Like if you're the type of person that says, oh, I can't ask, I can't ask somebody to buy something from me. Well, if you're a business owner and entrepreneur and you believe that you're not good at sales, how successful do you think your business is going to be? right? So if we can then say, you know what, maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe I don't think I'm good at this, but I'm going to set a goal to reach out to so many people per day to be able to have conversations with. And that could be social media. It could be picking up the phone. It could be going to networking events. I'm going to give people an opportunity to invest in my products and services X amount of times per day. Well, the more that we do that, the more that our identity as a person who is not good at sales starts to shift. The first time that we get that sell, all of a sudden we're like, oh, maybe I can do this, right? I experienced this in obstacle course racing. When, when I first started training, there was no way I thought I could ever run a Tough Mudder. There was no way I thought I could climb an eight foot wall. There was no way I thought I could jump off of a 25 foot platform. And then when I did it, all of the sudden that there's no way I could do this shifts because I just did. So you can't live in a world where there's no way that you can accomplish this and you're physically accomplishing it at the same time. Doing things that scare us, doing things that challenge us are incredibly important in making sure that we're shifting who we are and what we want and how we show up in the world. If we are a person who has always identified with certain traits that we don't like or we'd like to change, the only way for us to change those is to identify them and then to build a plan to show ourselves through evidence-based procedure that we're actually not that person. We are somebody who is who who is the opposite or what we want to be. Think of it on a personal level. If you're that person that feels like you're never there for your friends, First of all, I can almost promise you that's a lie because anybody who thinks I'm never there for my friends is somebody who values connection and is probably there more than they think they are. I digress. If you're somebody that says, I don't feel like I'm reliable to my friends, I feel like I'm flaky, I think I am not a great friend. Okay. So then what happens if you start saying, all right, I'm going to make sure that I reach out to three people in my network and just check on them and see how they're doing and let them know that I care about them as human beings. Well, the more that you do that, the more that you challenge that identity that you've just given yourself as somebody who's not a good friend or not good at building connections. All of the things that we don't think that we're good at, 
are just as important as all of the things that we do think we're good at when it comes to forming our identity. And again, the way that we see ourselves is the way that other people will see us as well. So in this episode, I really want you to start to think about what is your identity? What words do you put after I am? Where are you giving yourself credit and where are you being way too hard on yourself? And if you're anything like where I used to be, and sometimes I still am, I sometimes it's an intentional practice to avoid this place. If you're where I used to be, your list of places that you're hard on yourself is way longer than the list of places that you are proud of what you're doing. And the more work you do and the more that you're intentional about this, the more that you actually start to give yourself more grace. And this is where you know that true love for yourself and that self-worth and that confidence and all of those things that go into that identity really start to increase and you become that powerhouse that we all know that you are. And the, the really cool thing about this, the coolest thing about identity is that it's not set in stone right? We are not this person and that's the only person we are ever going to be. Our identity can change. It changes when we do new experiences, like I talked about earlier. It changes when we travel to new places. It changes when we learn about new cultures. Every time that you read a book, you're reading it from a different mindset. One of my absolute favorite quotes is that you never read the same book twice. And that can be applied to anything. You never listen to the same song twice. You never tell the same story twice. Because every time we tell a story, we learn something from it. And then that changes the way that we tell it in the future. Anytime we read a book, we learn something from it and that changes the way that we interpret those words the next time. Anytime we hear a song, we learn something from it and it changes the way that we hear it the next time. Our identity is absolutely changeable. We can change the way that we feel about ourselves, the way that we think and sound. We can improve the areas that we want to improve on and we can get rid of bad habits that we aren't proud of. All of that goes into our identity and who we believe we are and how we show up for others. And with that identity also comes what we think we're capable of in business and relationships, what we think we're worthy of. There are so many people who grow up believing that they're not worthy of having the life that they want, that they have either been told by people around them or have always told themselves that they weren't good enough to have what they wanted. What about somebody who tried to play sports as a kid and was told that they weren't good at sports, right? They get to change that identity by finding out that they are good at those things where they can get better at those things and they can change that identity. And even more importantly, when we really start to drill down to this, we find out that our self-worth and our value as human beings has absolutely nothing to do with what we are good at or how successful we are right? We intrinsically are deserving of love and connection and valued as humans. 
Too often we tie our self-worth to our net worth. Too often we tie our self-worth to our network. Too often we tie our value as human beings to what we have produced in the world. This can come from a mother who's a stay-at-home mom and ties her self-worth to her kids. It can be a professional who is successful in their career and ties their self-worth to what they provide in their profession. It can be an athlete who's successful in what they do, but outside of their profession, they don't have an identity. Look at people who retire multiple times and then go back because sitting with themselves, they don't enjoy it and they don't know what to do with their time because that is their whole identity. What I'd love for you guys to do is take some time over the next 10 or 15 minutes after you listen to this interview and write down, just brainstorm, I am. And write down everything that comes in your mind when you hear that phrase, I am, and everything that comes after that. And then I want you to take a look at that list and find out what's missing. Look at it from the viewpoint of your best friend. If it was your best friend that was saying these things about themselves, what would you tell them that was missing? And is there anything on that list that you don't like? And are you being honest about it? If you're being honest about that identity and you don't like it, then what can you do to change it? What are some steps that you can put in to challenge that identity of yourself so that you can create the identity that you want? Because the more that you create the identity that you want and that internal representation of who you are that you actually want, the more that when you go out into the world in both a business and personal perspective, you start to attract the people that you actually want to be around. You've heard me say it many, many times. We all have the ability to design the life that we've always wanted to have. And we owe it to ourselves to get out of our comfort zone and live that design. And in order for us to do that, we have to break out of the excuses in our bullshit box. We have to be willing to acknowledge that all of the things that are telling us that we're not good enough and we're not strong enough and we don't know how to do something, that that's all bullshit. Break your bullshit box design your life and have the courage to live it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that sounds like something that you're interested in, the name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.